Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. All right, what's up, what's up? It's Jesse. I'm back uh, after New Year's craziness um, doing the pod. Not too many um, important games this weekend, but I mean, it is the last weekend of the season, so you know, that's kind of how it is. Um, There are some games, some interesting stuff that I'm going to go over, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to cut back the betting stuff for this week for sure. Um, There are only a few games that really matter, and I don't want to bet on anything until I really know what's going to happen, so I'm not really going to talk about them here as much, um, for sure, you can check me out on Twitter, at Bacon Games Jesse, you'll follow what I, you know, tweet out all my picks and all my stuff during the week, um, I had, a, I was 7 for 9 in over-unders last week, which was really, really nice to see, um, I think I'm 38, 20, and 1, since I've been tracking them since, like, week 15, or week 14, whatever that is, um, so I feel really good about, um, yeah, just about, uh, about my ability to pick, and next year I'll be tracking it all the way, I'll have a spreadsheet next year, I'm ready to go, I'm excited, I might just keep track of a spreadsheet for the playoffs, and possibly the Super Bowl and stuff like that, just to see what happens, um, so I think it'd be fun, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I, I wish I could grab people's attention more with my ability to be clairvoyant at, uh, picking picks because I am pretty good at that, I think. So yeah, um, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we can just get into these stuff right now and I'll do a little bit wrap up, but mm, I'll talk about what, what the future is going to look like, um, for the podcast going forward. It's a new year, 2022. It's been, <laughs> I started this podcast in December, 2019, so uh, it's been two, more than two years now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's been a lot of up and downs. I started doing like any sports stuff I could, uh, in the beginning, just, you know, doing whatever I can. And now it's pretty much just, just football and all around football. Now that I'm in the Twitter space, it just kind of makes sense. You know, uh, with all that stuff, it's just, you know, I get guys from Twitter, I talk about the stuff from Twitter and it just, it gives me a lot of good ideas to talk about. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's certainly, certainly feels interesting. I can't really, I don't know, I don't know how much this audience has grown since then, not gonna lie, but I hope it has. Um, I think it, actually, I think it definitely has. I had, like, no one when I first started, for sure, so if there's someone out there, I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy about that, that you're listening. Um, I think it's pretty great. I think it's pretty cool. Um, happy you're still with me, even though I can be pretty antagonistic, um, and pretty, eh, wrong sometimes. I'm right a lot, too, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm right sometimes. (laughs) I think so, at least. Um, but anyway, uh, let, let's just get into the stuff and then I'll wrap up at the end. Um, we've got the two Saturday games, Kansas City versus Denver. Uh, Kansas City still playing for the first round, um, so I assume they're gonna play their guys, it'd be pretty good. Um, Denver's still playing, I'm starting Drew Locke, so I don't really care about, uh, what Denver does, even though I like a lot of their team. They're, they're kinda like, and I saw this on Twitter, I forget who the at was, but, um, someone was talking about how, I think I quoted it, if you can find it on my Twitter, you should probably be able to find it, it's not too far away. But, yeah, I mean, Denver really feels like the Buccaneers before Tom Brady got there. Now, if we really get Aaron Rodgers, that would be a bigger upgrade than Tom Brady was on Tampa Bay. Um, like, a, a real big upgrade. So, I just, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I think this team is is a really good team. Um, they're 7-9 and nine despite uh, the fact that they have had bad quarterback play, or qu- despite their quarterback play, rather. Um, Teddy's been okay sometimes, for sure. I mean, they broke off that huge win streak. Um, like right in the middle of the year, which was oh, I'm sorry, the uh, broke a huge, huge losing streak. They started out stronger than 
had a big losing streak, but that, that game against Den, uh, Dallas, I'll never forget that fucking game versus Dallas. What a great, what a great W for them. Um, just really shows how, how, you know, the defense can come together and be really good for Denver. I'm excited for them going forward. They just need not Drew Locke to be their quarterback. I, I do like, um, I like Teddy a lot more. I think anyone with a brain should, but, you know, not a lot of people have brains, so I get it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just really, I don't have much to say about this game. Uh, I guess I can talk about the Chiefs' playoffs implications. They'll be, they'll be playing for sure, obviously. Like, like we know that. Uh, but, I mean, do... Mm, I'm trying to think of how to word this, you know, in the best way possible. Uh, but this game definitely seems like a game. And, and the Philly-Dallas game seems like a game I don't care about. Dallas and Philly both clinched. Dallas, I don't think, is playing for anything, right? Uh, are they playing for the one seed? I'm trying to look at... No, Green Bay has that locked up, right? Yeah, so... Dallas has the division locked up. Philly's making the play. They already clinched the playoff spot. Is there anything to play there? Kind of boring. Kind of interesting to see some backups. I want to. I want to see more Kenny Game well working. I want to see if if they use Pollard the whole time in Dallas. I know you should keep it on Kansas City because I'm not betting that. I don't really think you should. I mean, you can pay attention to it because it'll be fun. And it should be interesting to watch the Chiefs going to the playoffs. Um, I I think they can beat anyone, the Chiefs. But I think a few teams can beat them, including Cincinnati, which they did last week. I was of the opinion that the Chiefs would would roll, and they were rolling for a while, but. Man, that offense in Cincinnati is good, and the defense is better than the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs' offense is better than the Cincinnati offense for sure, but it's not by a lot. But it's definitely it's definitely true. So that's why I would say for sure, not just because it's a wide gap, but just because it's it's evident for sure. Oh, the, the Chiefs games in Col in uh, Colorado. That's in Denver, rather. That's interesting. But anyway, I'm, I'm kind of going over the place just to stick to the Kansas City stuff. Um, yeah, I, th I think the the Tennessee gets back Derrick Henry. They might be the best team. They need that first round by for sure. I mean, they're definitely playing for something against Houston, especially if Kansas City. Because I did Tennessee beat Kansas City already this year. Is that the yeah yeah yeah? They beat the crap out of them too, huh? Twenty thirty seven. That was back when Kansas City was semi struggling um, when they were a fallible team. They seem a lot less. Were they on a one, two, three, four, five, six? They were on a six game winning streak before. Um, before they lost by three to to Denver. I mean, uh, to the Bengals. Yeah, they should clean up pretty good here. Eleven and a half seems like a pretty easy Denver for me because I don't think I'm gonna really be. I'm not gonna be betting this game, but it just kind of feels like Kansas City doesn't really need a lot, and they're gonna win. And you know, Broncos run the ball a lot. I, the over under for this is forty five. That's like a pussy over under right in the middle. Not really pussy over. It's just like kind of like an in the middle thing. And I, I don't love. I don't love taking those in the middle things in the book. I feel like this is just a line that the book does, doesn't know where it's gonna go. And I kind of agree. That's why I'm not betting it. Um, but anyway, Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, for the playoff picture, I, I like um, I like Cincinnati to beat them. They can do it. They obviously showed they can. But doesn't mean they can. I don't think Indy would be able to beat Kansas City. Um, Tennessee definitely getting back Derrick Henry could do it. New England, eh, I doubt it. Um, they, if I were to pick a favorite though, it'd probably be them. It wouldn't be the Raiders or, or Kansas City or LAC, whichever one wins there theoretically. Or if Indy doesn't make the playoffs, you know, I don't, I don't think it'd be Indy either. I think I think really two teams can knock it off, and I think that's Tennessee and Cincinnati can knock off it's Kansas City. They're still the best bet to make it to the Super Bowl, which I, I probably put a bet in or two for that kind of stuff um, before the playoffs start and everything's settled to get the dust settled. But if you want to take it early, I was even thinking about doing this last week, taking the Kansas City to make the Super Bowl uh, odds. Just I, I'm not, I'm going to look it up right now what the what the odds are. Conference division winner, uh, conference they're plus two ten. To win the conference, oh my god, I forgot about Buffalo. People will be creaming over Buffalo. They're not that good of a team. They're the fourth best team in the playoffs right now. The fifth, maybe. I think New England's better. I think the fifth best team. Uh, even though it looks like they're in second, or they might be winning. Um, excuse me. Or, or they, I think they're winning the division currently, but depends on, you know, if they can beat the Jets, I want to say. Or does New England play the Jets? 
No, I'm sorry. Buffalo plays uh, Buffalo plays the, the Jets, and yeah, Miami plays New England. Sucks about uh, about Miami. What a, what a great run, but we'll talk about that in a second, um, or later rather. Yeah, Kansas City, Denver. We're moving on past that one. Dallas and Philly are moving past that one. I don't really know. What I'm gonna take. I don't really care. Um, gotta see who's playing. I doubt anyone's really gonna be playing in this game, but I am interested. Like I said before, I, I kind of cut myself off because I'm just you know thinking off the top of my head when I when I do these podcasts. They're very very stream of consciousness, which I hope you can tell. <laughs> I hope, I really hope you can tell. Uh. But anyway, I, I, I'd like to see uh, a big workload from uh, not Ezekiel Elliott, who is apparently the sixth overall running back in fantasy, which is fucking based. Uh, I want to see a full load from Tony Pollard. I want to see if he can handle a full load or how he looks at the end of the game uh, when if, if he's taking like the full brunt of the carries, because I feel like that is one of my main concerns. I think he's pretty talented, not as talented as Zeke. Oh, I think they do different things. Zeke is definitely stronger than Pollard. Pollard seems to be more elusive. But Zeke, Zeke is definitely like the the, the guy who's going to get the goal line work, if 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 not just you know most of the work generally. But I want to see if if they get a full Pollard workload, what that looks like for him. I'm curious to see what he is at the, like the fourth quarter if they're running him a lot. Be very interesting to me. Uh then we got what Green Bay and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, Cincinnati Cleveland first. We'll, we'll do we'll do that one. Um, the line six doesn't really matter for either of these teams. Cleveland's just a huge disappointment this year, and I, I'm, I'm willing to chalk some of that, the Baker stuff up to what was a Torm Labrum that he's playing through. I, I think that's definitely an issue. It doesn't really have that many receivers. You know, Odell was a huge just bust for that organization. I mean, trading away a good lineman who I, I think Giants fans aren't really a fan of right now, but I still think he's very good. Um, and, and, and all those picks to get Odell was just a huge mistake. Um, not the GM's fault, really. Just kind of the coaching and just like the system that he was in, and probably Baker of itself. So maybe a GM move there. But I, I, I think Cleveland. And I'll talk about the stuff I was going to mention it later. But I'm going to go like do my season review episode at the end of the year. But I'll talk about that stuff at the end. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Sorry, I'm very much rambling. I'm just going to go through these games. and We'll talk about the stuff at the end. Um, Cleveland really disappointing. They were one of my Super Bowl teams with them and the Rams. Kind of sucks. Feel bad about that, but it was such a tight division, too, and I mean, the injuries really took the toll, especially the quarterback. Um, I think Keenum, if you know, Baker was playing this bad, and it's because of the torn labrum or because of the, the injury. I think it's torn labrum. I'm going to not say that anymore, just in case that's not the case, and I get corrected in comments, or someone gets mad at me or whatever like that, but yeah, he. Uh, I, I'm going to chalk a lot of that up to the injuries. I got to rewatch the film early on in the year, but I just, I don't really think Baker is a it's so tough because, like, especially for, for for franchises, like, do you do you just like want to start over? Like, that could be so much worse. And they've got a really good team now in Cleveland. But I I have to I have to review all the the quarterbacks coming out of this draft class because there are a lot. And I think people are underrating them. Uh, a lot of them. I think a lot of them can actually be really good for franchises, even though they probably won't go in the top five, top ten. But I think that's because a lot of those teams have their quarterbacks already. Possibly. I mean, we'll see about the Giants, but the Jets definitely do. So, uh, and the Eagles do. So. Yeah, it's definitely something to, uh, to to think about when when that happens in the draft, when it's likely that a lot of quarterbacks slip out of the top 10, top 5, all that stuff, because those teams already have quarterbacks. I don't know if that really means anything to how bad or good these teams are. Maybe that means teams will trade up, which would be very interesting. I mean, Houston probably takes a... I don't even know if they take a quarterback. I don't, I don't hate Davis Mills, but is it really the answer? Maybe give him another year, because that team has a bit of a ways to go once you trade Watson and get all those draft picks and all that stuff for him, which I think is the likely case, but we're, we're going a little bit on a tangent. Um, Cincinnati's a really good team. Uh... Their defense impressed me since week one versus Minnesota. I remember I remember a distinct moment where I was re-watching the game or watching the game live while I was in the subway, and I was like, damn, Cincinnati defense looking real good. And obviously, we know Minnesota's offense can be really good, especially early on in the year when they weren't hurt. I mean, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Thielen, who got hurt, obviously, at the end of the year, Justin Jefferson. I mean, I think, like, what, week 13, week 14, week 15, Kirk only had, like, two interceptions or something like that. He was really good. I mean, Dalvin Cook's great. They got a pretty good offensive line. Defense is definitely suspect, but... 
yeah, I just, I, I, I was really impressed with the Cincinnati defense, and I think they're pretty dang good. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm very impressed, I can say that. Uh, and I think that really helps them, because they got a really good offense. You know, the offensive line didn't really matter. Joe Mixon got fed a lot of carries this year, but just so pretty pretty damn efficient. Um, more, more than Najee. I just want to shit on Najee a little bit, even though I think... I'll talk about Najee when I get to Pittsburgh, but that's okay. Um, yeah, uh, Cleveland. Just really disappointing. Cincinnati, beyond expectations. Next is Green Bay. First, uh, Denver. Uh, first Detroit. The under this is 44 and a half, but like, who, what do the, what do the Packers play like half normally? Don't they play like a half and then they kind of stop? I wonder what the, the line for this is. It definitely is going to move around a lot. Um, but, oh yeah, it's only three and a half for Detroit. I, I believe in Jordan Love. I'll be watching this game just to see Jordan Love. And that's all I really care about. More Jordan Love stuff. The Kansas City game is really tough for him. I, I, I want to say he either really didn't utilize their top wide receiver, or they didn't have him, or they just blanketed him where it was impossible to throw, but, I mean, Rodgers finds a way. I think Jordan Love should be able to. I'm still a big Jordan Love believer. Uh, he's going to be really good once he takes over being quarterback there, and I'd love to get someone who'd wanna talk screen, who wants to talk Green Bay. I have someone I, uh, I have someone from Twitter um, as an uh, I have someone in mind from Twitter that I want to talk about Packers football with, because everyone shit on that Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon draft, and now he's doing really well. They're both going to be really good, I think. Um, and uh, it's just continuing dominance from the Green Bay organization that's been run really well since Brett Favre. Honestly, got to give it to him. They've been they've been so good since then. Only what one Super Bowl, two one Super Bowl to show for it since Favre, since since Rogers took over. I think he just got one. Uh, kind of sucks, but I mean they're in it every year, and that's all you can really ask for, right? The playoffs are crazy. I mean, we saw the Giants beat the Patriots twice, and they were wild card teams both times. I want to say or 10, 10 win teams or nine win teams both times. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, anything can happen once you get into the playoffs is, is all I'm really saying, and I think a team that consistently does that has just the best shot to win, rather than teams just has, like, a, a, a go-for-all-in type year like the Jaguars, and they just suck for the rest of the time. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely gotta feel good every year for Green Bay being, like, 13 wins or, or 11 wins automatic shit, you know? But that, uh, that is what it is. Um, I really like Detroit. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown has been great. I called that shit since day one. I've been on that train for a while. He's been really good. Um, I would check your... If you're playing Fantasy Football Dynasty, or you're playing Dynasty Fantasy Football, check what you can get for Amon Ross St. Brown. Just throw him on the on the, on the y, on the the uh, trade block. Like, look, I, I'm probably one of the biggest supporters out there, but if you if you could get a guy like even Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, you know, guys in that you know wide receiver two range uh, that are, like, more established, I'd probably pull the trigger on that. We don't... There's a lot of flux in Detroit. They use... They really use DeAndre Swift a lot, especially in the passing game, but I wonder if that's because, I don't know, they're compensating for something like that, and I still expect them to bring in a wide receiver, especially in the free agency. Um, uh, I don't think, I think him and Quintus Cephas could be really good twos and threes, or obviously Cephas would be the three, and then uh, Amon Ross St. Brown would be the uh, the two, but they need like an alpha, and I'm not really sure that St. Brown is that. He could be. He's a little undersized, though, to be like that kind of, or at least the prototypical outside receiver that I'm thinking about, you know, because they use Amon Robert St. Brown all the time. He's a really good receiver. Number seven on my board. Still stick to that. I want to say, maybe I can move up to six or seven, or five, maybe, but man, I don't want to move Tony. I don't really want to move Elijah Moore. Uh, I gotta rethink about that. I think Bateman was the other one in front of him, or maybe he was behind him, possibly Bateman, uh, but the, those who are really close for me. Uh, and they always have been. Um, PFF actually really helped me with that. People shit on PFF a lot, and I use them in a lot of my analysis because I think they're pretty good. But PFF had a sec. Stop making noise! I hope y'all didn't hear that. Stupid PlayStation 4 has really been acting up. Ever since PlayStation 5 came out, fucking PS4 has been fucking acting up. That's some planned obsolescence bullshit in there, you know? Uh, anyway. Yeah, I get distracted on these podcasts a lot because they're just stream of consciousness. And I, I find that fun. I, I usually have a good time doing that. It takes me a little bit energy to, like, 
a little bit of annoying energy when I'm done with my work day to, like, get into the zone and, like, get the stuff out and, like, you know, sit down to do it. But once I sit down to do it, it feels great, you know? Or at least I feel that way. Um, I can say that, at least. But, <clears throat> anyway. <sighs> yeah, I worry about St. Brian. I think I can get good value from him. He's still a really good player, but I, I yeah. I Detroit's really got a, a good team. They got a good foundation. Hopefully Akuda pans out, but it seems like the injury and bad play and rookie really is hurting him. But I, I think it's definitely possible for them to make, make comeback stuff. Uh, I, I like Detroit as a team. Uh, I, I don't think that Goff is that bad of a quarterback either. I think people shit on Goff undeservedly. And if he were to leave Detroit, um, he would. if he were to go to like Denver, I think that makes him a playoff team almost automatically. Uh, yeah, I think almost automatically. What he can do with those receivers is something that I don't think Teddy nor uh, Drew could ever do. with. The, and they had an insane amount of receivers. Like KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, uh, Jerry Judy, uh, Cortland Sutton. That's, that's, I mean... You can never have too many good wide receivers, and they have like four, maybe five. Uh, plus, they got Fanhoy, like, and Okunjobi o- 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 or Okunjobi. O- o- I don't know the guys, the tight end name who played with Drew Locke at what, Missouri or whatever they're from. Uh, yeah, whatever. Moving on to the next team. I'm going to talk about all the stuff in the wrap up stuff when I have. And I'll talk about it in the offseason when I go over like each individual team or try to do that the best I can. Uh, we got Chicago, Minnesota. No fields. No reason to watch this game. Kirk will be playing probably, but. There's, like, no reason to watch this game. Don't care. Moving on. Washington Giants. Yeah, I hope Tony can play so I can watch some of Tony. Uh, maybe Washington will throw in Kyle Allen, see what he looks like. Uh, I don't know how much the Giants receivers are going to start or guys are going to start. I don't know how much it matters. Um, kind of bullshit game. But the Jacksonville versus Indianapolis Colts game. Woo, baby! You know I'm watching that shit all day. We're going to be clowned out. K-L-O-N-W or O-W-N. Clowned the fuck out for that one. I'm excited. Should be a fun game. Indy hasn't won in Jacksonville since 2014, and we did, they were our only win last year. It was the first game of the year. I think that's different than the last game of the year for a team like this. Uh, I haven't really showed a lot of life in Jacksonville, but the over-under for this is 15 and a half. Indianapolis does beat up on bad teams. I think you probably take Indy minus 15 and a half, but I, I, I still think Trevor can have a blow-up game. He really needs one, too, honestly, but it's so hard for him to even, like, it's hard to consider even doing that when it's when he's throwing to these shit fucking receivers. God, it's like Marvin Jones, not good. Uh, need an alpha, not an alpha. Um, Agnew is coming along. Chark has been great. Our, our passing, like ever since Chark left or has been on the IR, uh, like the the passing offense has gotten just so much worse. It wasn't even the change of coach or anything like that. It's just it's fucking mind boggling. It really bothers me. Um. Yeah, and, like, all our guys were, to be fair, we got blown the fuck out by the Patriots, but I don't think the Jaguars had a single good player on, like, actively starting on that roster, uh, besides fucking, uh, Trevor, the offensive line for the most part, uh, Josh Allen, Smoot, maybe, and Cisco. I think those are the only good people on the, like, no, 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 no James Robinson, no DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, I don't really count because he's not that good at all. The tight ends are shit. The defense is shit. Uh, Shaq didn't play. Uh, to be fair, I guess Tyson Campbell did play, and he's, he's been more impressive than I thought, uh, at least when they drafted him. So, you take the money line on Jackson's plus 706. Like, <laughs> the Colts are playing for a lot, and the Jaguars aren't, uh, really. Besides the motivation of winning the last game of the year, which would be really, really nice for me, especially against the Colts. Man, I don't feel bad about the Jaguars' season until we lose twice to the Colts. Then I feel bad. And to be fair, the game was 23-17, to 17, and we were really close last time we played the Colts. I, I might have to look into this more and consider putting some money on the Jacks' money line. Just just to have fun. I probably won't throw that as the best bet, but it'll be a podcast-exclusive meme where I'm, I'm going I'm to throw a tenner on there. That's a, that's a half a unit for me. Uh, plus 7-6, what that? I mean, like 70 bucks or something like that? No, that'd be like... 
Yeah, eh, maybe like seven, because like a thousand, if it was plus a thousand, it'd be ten to win a hundred, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, so, uh, ten, yeah, ten to win a hundred, so. Probably like ten to win seventy. I'd throw that money on there. I don't care about ten bucks, whatever. Spend ten bucks at a bar, you know, buying a drink. So, not the end of the world there. Uh, especially if I can net twenty out of that shit. I'm, I'll probably throw money on the Jags to beat them. We, we play the Colts really well, and I fucking hate the Colts too, so they'll give me more of incentive to root against them and their shitty fucking team. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, one of my bold predictions, I remember, and we're not going to get into too much of my, because uh, this is kind of like spoiler territory for one of the podcasts I put out later, about how I go over all my stuff, my, my, my recap podcast. Uh, <laughs> I had Pittsburgh having a losing season. Not going to happen this year. 8-7-1 uh, right now. They can't have a losing season. Good for Pittsburgh. Um, I can't believe Baltimore is 8-8 eight eight with the injuries they suffered. Um, they're going to win the division next year, uh, no doubt. If you can put money on that for the 2022 division winner, um in uh just in the sportsbook or anything like that throw baltimore in there you'll get really good odds i think uh now because it's so far away but a lot can happen obviously but man it's such a good baltimore team and they lost two key pieces before the season even start and they were a good they they were playing really well before that no lamar what are you supposed to do the team is built around a guy like lamar like i i yeah i don't really know what to say you know like oh god such a disappointing what disappointment for this team losing losing 20 to 19 24 to 22 31 to 30 41 to 21, and then 20 to 19. Just, just agony for the Ravens. Uh, and they fought through this so much. I hope they retain Calais because he deserves to be on a good team. Um, and this is a good team. He's had such an incredible year too, Calais Campbell. But whatever. I guess I'll talk about Najee real quick. What a, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, or for, uh, rather, it's fortunate for Najee that he was, you know, run so much like this this year, because he is going to be a good running back. He is already a good running back, sure. He's going to be a great running back, though, I think. Still needs to work on a lot of stuff. He just, he just isn't putting it all together. Like, he, he, he looks really good one time, he does a really good move the other time, and then he just crumples the next time. He just crumples, even without, even with the bad blocking. Um, which, to be fair, he has dealt with a lot this year, and I can, I can empathize or sympathize with that if you were to bring it up in like a counter argument like because the, the line isn't that good it's really not um i think uh maybe i was wrong but i thought the center was playing really well the guy they drafted out of want to see tennessee but he appears to be hurt like kendrick green yeah i thought he played pretty okay it doesn't look like pff liked him but i i think he's been playing pretty good all year tough position especially when he was a guard i believe he was, he was definitely an interior lineman i remember pff uh, had him designated that way, but anyway, I'm getting a little off topic. Um, unfortunate for Najee that he's gonna have such a good statistical year, because he's going to be very good year three, I want to say. Um, he's fine now, just not putting everything together, but it's gonna look like he's been great for his entire career, um, which is great for Najee. Um, it's great for his card value, too. Definitely buy that, if you could. Um, just blowing the water out of what uh, what Travis Etienne's gonna be able to do. Even with even before the injury, Travis Etienne was not good. I'm so not excited for him. I wish the Jaguars could trade him. Uh, maybe a new GM will. That would be really, really cool. I would really like that. Please. But we also desperately need receivers. But also for the Jaguars, not those kind of receivers. We fucking Laquan Treadwell. We got fucking, what's his name? The guy uh, who played for St. Louis when they were St. Louis, who was like a returner wide receiver. We got his name, Jamal Agnew, all those guys. Like, we don't need another another guy like that with Travis Etienne. This is stupid fucking Urban Meyer's plan to just get these athletic guys to be on the team. Just, even though Laquan Treadwell's probably the best receiver on the team right now fucking kill me. And LaVishka Schnultz also, he's different, but he's, you know, not a receiver, classic receiver, which the Jaguars desperately need for Trevor. Desperately need for Trevor. God, I wish we could add T. Higgins. I just wish. I wish, wish, wish upon a, upon a fish. Whatever. That was weird. Anyway, I'm not gonna cut that, though. It's all stream of consciousness. You get what you get. This is me. <laughs> anyway. 
Sucks for Baltimore. They'll be really good next year. Pittsburgh's got a great defense. Um, Roethlisberger's total trash. They will upgrade the offense, and that will hurt Najee's ability to catch the ball. I'm staying away from him in drafts next year. He, he'll be a second-round pick for me, and I won't get him there, and that's fine. Um, I'm not going to bet on the volume, even though it seems like Pittsburgh fans just love to talk about how much volume everyone gets, but literally Najee, even before this last week, has had the most um, most rushes for a Steeler since, I think, 2014 or 2013, Love Bell. And I'm sorry, if you think Love Bell in his prime is as good as Najee is right now, or Najee is as good as Love Bell is right now, you, I want to know what you're fucking smoking, because that sounds amazing, and I'd love to get high on it, but like, bro, you're a fucking insane person, if you believe that's sober. You're an insane person. Uh, he just got the workload, because Rosberger's a noodle arm, can't really throw the ball, have to run the ball otherwise, have to throw short all the time, remember that 18 fucking target game? It says Rosberg has a noodle arm. If you're projecting Najee to have like 100 targets like he did this year, um, or is going to have this year, I think he's at like 90-something, uh, you're, I think you're an idiot if they upgrade a quarterback, especially a guy with an arm, because they've got, I think Juju's gone after this year, but they're still going to have Deontay and Claypool, and they'll have James Washington, who's not a bad receiver in his own right. Uh, he's in a few of my dynasty leagues, because I'm a big fan. But uh, a, a, quarter, a competent quarterback can throw the ball downfield that isn't 40-something years old and is not Ben Roethlisberger, holds the ball forever, too, or used to hold the ball forever, now is, like, one of the fastest passer out there because his offensive line is trash. But if you get a young quarterback who can throw the ball, create some space, do stuff like that, like, a, not just in fields, but a kind of quarterback like that who can move around um, if the line is still bad, yeah, not just stuff's going to tank and those receivers are going to go up, up, up. Big Chase Claypool fan. Excited to buy him going next. Uh, Tennessee's playing Houston. They'll probably have something to play for if Kansas City wins because they'll probably win. Um, Houston was close to that plus 13, uh, against San Fran last week. That's gotta be worrying for San Fran. Uh, I think they clinched a spot too, but that's gotta be worrying for them. Uh, yeah, Houston, Houston surprised this year for sure. Uh, I had them under four wins and they've got four wins, which is really impressive for a team that I thought would get zero wins really, because they were that bad. And I mean, they won against the Jaguars, sure, week one, but they didn't win again until week 11, and that was another division game. They beat us twice. I forgot they beat the Jaguars twice. <laughs> they really just the outliers, the LIC game, uh, which is, yeah, really bad, but whatever. Houston's got some interesting stuff there. Uh, you know, they, they won four games, so they got, like, a top five pick pretty easily. So that that's kind of impressive. The league has been crazy this year, and I just love how, how much parity is going on. Um, Tennessee, just the best defense in the AFC. Hands down. It's close between them and Pittsburgh currently, I want to say, in the AFC. Denver's probably three, uh, but they probably lose a lot of that stuff because their offense is so bad. They're on the field a lot, I, I think. Um, yeah, I... Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think they have the best teams in the, in, in the, in the, uh, the AFC. Not the, not the league, I don't think. I like the Chargers, Tampa Bay, one healthy. I like Miami's defense, too, actually, but not as much as I like Tennessee. They've got just cornerbacks on cornerbacks on cornerbacks. Molden, they got Jack Rabbit. They got, well, I'm talking about the two safeties, two are really good. And they got, obviously, Christian Fulton, who, if you don't know, is a star. He is a star, just like, I'm talking about that Jack game. Yeah, but we can talk about Bryce Hall, who's also a star now. A uh, really good tackler, too. Um, need to get need to get another quarterback, uh, cornerback, because he, he would thrive as, like, a number two, but he can still take on number ones, but you need another cornerback there. That's not Michael Carter. He can play third or fourth, or if someone gets hurt or something like that. Michael Carter the second, or, or the not running back Michael Carter. Anyway, getting a little bit Jet-centric, which I will talk about soon, but, uh, yeah. N um, anyway, we're, we're, we're moving on. Sorry, we're, we're moving. We're shaking, we're moving, we're shaking. Going on to, we're done talking about Houston, talking about Tennessee, talk about them in the offseason, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. New Orleans, Atlanta. Um, New Orleans can, I think is not winning in, but if they win, they can make it. 
I had them at 8 and 9 in the beginning of the year, and I feel really good about that, because I feel like they can be 8 and 9. It's a division game against Atlanta, who's going to play for whatever, doesn't really matter. Should be an interesting game. Um, I don't know what to watch for there. Kyle Pitts breaking rookie record, just being really good if he plays. I know he's injured or was on the injury report yesterday. I hope he plays. Um, yeah, I don't really know who I like in that game, but that's going to be a competitive game for sure. I don't really know. I'm, I'm just really talking about these teams going forward, because I, I, I'm not really picking the Week 18 stuff. You'll, you'll see it on my Twitter, at Bacon Games Jesse. You can check me out there, at Bacon Games Jesse. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm just not, just not really thinking about picking stuff. I'm just going to talk about these teams, because we're really past that. It's the last week of the season. But I will, actually, this next game is going to be the Jets and Buffalo. Now, the Jets, I believe, I want to say they're in Buffalo. Let me check on that real quick. Um... Yep, it's in Orchard Park, New York, so still New York, um, but that is Buffalo. It's not the Meadowlands in New Jersey, where the Jets have their home stadium. Uh, yeah, I... Will it be snowing? There might be snow there. Jets plus 16.5. I mean, the... the Seems really good. Uh, Atlanta barely covered that plus 14.5 last week, which is really, really good. I'm really happy about that one. Uh, I... I think that's a that's really good. The Jets have been really impressive. Zach Wilson's been really good, even with this you know beleaguered team. I don't think Buffalo does have something to play for. Obviously, they play the same time as New England, so it'd be score watching for sure, which I think can really help with that that plus for the Jets. Because I don't think they're going to bury them, even though they do bury bad teams. Uh, I'm curious what their what their matchup was like earlier in the year. Oh, they got 47 to 15, and the line was 12 and a half, and they blew them out. I don't think that's the same Jets team. I'm pretty sure that was a Thursday night game. Yeah, it looks like it's 4-11, which is... Oh, no, no, that was a Sunday night game. I'm sorry. It was a Sunday game. Not a night game, obviously. Sunday game uh, where they where they play the Bills, the Jets, last time they met. I I like the Jets plus here for sure. I think I think Zach Wilson has really shown a lot these past few weeks. I think if you're, I think if you're in Dynasty again, you need to buy Zach Wilson immediately. He might be the best quarterback in this class uh, if Trevor doesn't pan out, which I still believe he will. He's still my number one, but Zach's my number two, man. Um, he could really be the number one. Definitely better than Justin Fields so far. I really like what he's doing. Uh, I, I, I don't really believe in Fields as much as everyone else did. In fact, I think he could be a bust for sure. I think I think Lawrence can be a bust at this point too. But I, I definitely believe in Lawrence more than I do Justin Fields. Uh, Fields has also showed some good stuff. He, he's he's not bad. I, I don't want to be misconstrued. Misconstrued. He he hasn't been he hasn't been good. He hasn't been bad. He's looked like a rookie. Shown some flashes for sure. But Zach Wilson's really shown a lot of flashes. I love what he's doing with the ball. I love the decision making. I love the way he puts the ball in there. They just. She need to get Denzel Mims more involved, man. They just really need to get Denzel Mims more involved. That's, I don't know. I don't know how it's possible for him to be that buried on the depth chart. I don't know. Just, just cut him. You should just cut Denzel Mims. Really, at this point, I don't know if the Jets even have him on their fucking roster anymore. Probably just to pay him, and then they'll cut him in the offseason, I guess, when the season's over. I don't know. Take the pen, take the cap penalty now. Like, it just, I, you're just not using him. Like, you're you're so frustrating me so fucking much that I gotta hate the Jets so much for that. But I, I, I do really like this team. Um, I think. I think all four of the teams in this division, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots, have all found their quarterbacks for the next 10 years, probably. Josh Allen may be the least likely to be there. At least the next five. You know, I'll say the five years. Uh, I, I think I think both, all, all the teams have found their quarterbacks in the next five years, at, at least. Um, I think that's really fun. I think that's going to make this division really, really competitive going forward, which, you know, if you're looking at betting stuff like that, I'm going to make this kind of a minefield, and they play each other a lot, which will definitely lower these win totals for sure. But they're all very good teams. Still like Miami a lot. The Bills have a really good defense. They've got a great coach. Um, not really a big believer in Josh Allen, but at least he beats up on on uh, smaller teams. I, I, I will probably be taking a lot of the Bills' unders going forward in the next few years because I think Josh Allen is bound bound to ruin his arm, bound to ruin his body from the amount of hits he takes. He's a big dude. I know he's like, what is he, like six six seven or some shit like that? He looks huge on the field. And he bowls over guys, but man, look, look what it did to Cam. Uh, and I know Allen is a better passer than Cam, 
but I think people don't recognize the similarities between the two at all, and it, and it bothers me. Uh, like, if you were to take Josh Allen as the number one dynasty quarterback, I think you're a fool. Uh, even though I don't know dynasty that well, I, I just think you're a fool. For the next three years, I get that, though. If you have a nice window, but if you're looking to rebuild and Josh Allen's your quarterback, yeah. Um, and I know he's, like, the guy you want on every team, but uh, it's it's not close. It's Mahomes for me, and then after that's probably Kyler. Uh, Josh Allen's out of the top five, I think, for me. And that probably sounds insane, but whatever. It's what I believe in. I think it's really the case. It'll sound crazy now, but 2025, I'll be looking like the smartest motherfucker out there, and I'll still be doing this, so you can suck my dick, I guess. Uh, that's enough about the Jets and Buffalo. We got New England, Miami. I hope Miami pulls this one out, but I'm just taking New England. They've got a really good defense. Miami really needed Will Fuller. <laughs> and uh, the line is six and a half. That's a lot to give Miami. And the over-under there is 40. I really like that under. Both defenses are really good. Um, two had a bad game last week, for sure. Um, um, two had a bad game. It wasn't, it wasn't like, horrible, and the score definitely paints it a lot worse than it was. But, yeah, I mean, he fumbled a few times. He made some pretty crap decisions. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It was, it was, in fact, um, how you say, definitely bad. Uh... But yeah, I mean, I mean, just just you know, if Will Fuller was healthy this year, and and two was if two, if just two was healthy this year, uh, this this would have been an easy easy uh, playoff team for sure. Uh, really sucks they're not going to be, but because uh, I don't think they can get it, can they? Oh, if they go nine and eight, and yeah, the ten and set, yeah, 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 there's no way. Right, right. Um, it really sucks. They've been a really good team. They were on what like an eight game one or seven, yeah. I can't believe they lost to the Jaguars. Two was in that game, too. And they lost close to... Oh, man. That that, that uh, stupid fucking uh, dumbass... What was it? The Falcons game? Oh, what a dumb game. Um, And uh, and then the Bills beat them pretty soundly. That, that was bad. That was not great for the Bills. Or, I'm sorry, for Miami. Um, Patriots have a really good shot at making the Super Bowl again. They do. They took a year off, and uh, now they're back at it. They got a great defense. Bill Belichick's a great defensive coach. Uh, Mac Jones executes the offense really well. They have some good players that I really like. They spent a lot of money in the offseason to get here, and they were Belichick did a really good job of getting out of his comfort zone to do that. Really, really proud of him in his old age, too. He's still, you know, moving and shaking. Love that, absolutely. Um, Flores is a really good coach, too. The only issue with Miami this year was the injuries and the offensive line, and I still think even if they do nothing the offensive line, which they definitely should do something about the offensive line in the offseason, but if they do nothing about the offensive line, do nothing about this team. Just retain everyone, pretty much. Um, it'll be a playoff team next year, uh, barring injury, because you can't control for injuries, right? So... Yeah, uh, just, just really, really tough. Yeah, really tough. Um, man, they start off and they beat the Patriots, and then Tua got injured the next game, and then, oh, just, just terrible after that. Uh, just really frustrating for this team. But that's okay. Carolina, Tampa Bay, don't care about this game. Matt Rule's a really good coach. If, um, if, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> Carolina fans want to move on from Rule after his year two, they, they might be the dumbest motherfuckers out there. Um, even dumber than, like, the Bills fans I've interacted with, um, or the Chargers fans I've interacted with, except for Chargers Union and, and Slater Fan Club on Twitter. They're both are really nice guys. They, they seem really good and at least level-headed enough about their own team that they're... Even though they run, like, their own team account stuff, they seem level-headed enough not to be fucking insane like a lot of the like a lot of Chargers fans I've interacted with have been because um, they insulted their quarterback and said that Joe Burrow was better, which is true. Joe Burrow is better, so... Uh, deal with it. And two is a good quarterback too. I know they want to see they want to see every other quarterback in that draft class fail except for Herbert because they want Herbert because he was the quarterback taken to be like the god and just demolish everyone else. Um, I definitely have taken a step back uh, on Herbert. Um, he's really he's really shown me a lot this year that was really impressive. You know the lack of turnover stuff. 
uh, sort of worthy plays, rather, as you call them, or just the, the accuracy is really improved, and I'm really impressed by him. I guess I, I guess it was the pass rush that was really getting him being as inaccurate, but, I, you know, to be fair, I do see that in medium range. He does have a really bad, like, a medium ball. Got a great deep ball. Um, seems to be pretty pretty good at reading stuff. Uh, I actually think I really underestimated his decision decision making ability. I think that was improved a lot by the offensive line, which to be fair, he had a really bad offensive line last year, so great on the Chargers. They've got a really good team for years to come, I think. They'll be in the playoffs. Um good for them. But uh yeah, cuz I mean I love Asante Samuel. I wish the Jaguars could have taken him. Uh he, he's he's a really good cornerback. Um he he did he did was a lot better early on in the year than he uh, was uh towards the end, but he's dealing with injuries and stuff like that and it's just kind of an an issue. Um, but I, I talked enough about the charge. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, Carolina. I don't really care about this. Tampa Bay is definitely fa fallible. They've dealt with the injuries like any Super Bowl hangover, Super Bowl hangover team will. Uh, it kind of sucks for sure. But um, they're still don't underestimate them. I still like the I still like the Rams. Like I've liked them all year. But yeah, don't just be careful. <laughs> careful. That's all I'm gonna say uh, about the Buccaneers. They, they they lost some guys for sure. But it's a really really deep team, and it's still a really good team. Uh, you know, led by Tom Brady, who's great in the playoffs. Obviously, you know. Anyway, San Fran, LA next. Um, love LA for to to make it to Super Bowl. I'll probably put money on that again. They're the they're the best team in the NFC in my opinion. Always have been. Uh, not really much is changing that. Yeah, uh, I think they should beat San Fran if they play the Stars the whole game. Which see they're minus four, so maybe not. But whatever. Seattle, Arizona. Uh, is Arizona still fighting for the division title? But does that even really matter? Eh, they play at the same time as LA. I don't think it really matters. Um. Seattle put up a lot of points on Detroit. Uh, Rashad Petty, man, killing it. Uh, good for him. I was never really a believer, but I was never really a detractor. Just really didn't really deal with the injuries and deal with that kind of headache, so I just kind of stayed away, which I think was the, the prudent move for the most part. Um, and I wasn't really in the playoff situation where I could add him, so yeah, that was definitely, uh, you know, just I, I just didn't really care Rashad Petty this year, but good for him. I'm happy. I mean, I like Chris Carson a lot, too. He's in a few of my dynasty leagues. I think he's pretty good. But yeah, I mean... So it's good to pick up on like low asset like assets like that who have been injury plagued and they finally get like a healthy season, um and they're into it. I mean, you know, we talk about Sonny Michelle all we want. People thought he was washed and all that dumb shit, but he's looking really good in LA. It's also why I don't trust Cam Akers next year uh, because LA just uses the hot hand and uh, they will. They'll still have Henderson. They'll still have uh, I believe, and they'll still they'll probably still retain Sonny Michelle because I think he's their lead running back right now and he's really good. Uh, not really good. He's he's above average running back. Uh, uh, it just, it just feels, it, it feels, they just have weird drafts, LA. They did too, too well this year. Uh, fucking, the running back last year, like, I just, it's really, really dumb. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't get LA sometimes. Love Van Jefferson, though. Great pick. Really happy about that. I, I love that pick since day one. Always been a fan. Alright, talking about the big game, which I'm gonna, uh, actually, I'm probably not gonna put money on this, because I already have money technically riding on it, because I want LA to make the playoffs. They've already nailed their, uh, over seven total, which was easy. I think I threw the most money on that. Before I was really bet savvy about what I wanted to for my bets, but I threw the most money on LA. Or, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, and I hope to be rewarded. Um, if I were to pick right now, it's such a toss up. I'm I probably take the I got in my head I probably take the Chargers, but I'm rooting for the rooting for Vegas. Um, four nine and a half. I like that under. Um, I think I think both quarterbacks are fallible enough, but both quarterbacks are really good. Uh, Hunter Renfro. I'll say it a billion times. Best best running uh best most underrated wide receiver in the NFL right now. Uh, acquiring him in Dynasty. Draft him in the fifth round next year. I don't even think it'll be that high. I'll probably be like an eighth round pick. Uh, I'll take him anywhere up to the fifth or fourth round. I'll take him in the fourth round. I think even he's in PPR, full PPR, half point PPR. I'll do five. That five seems seems really good for him. Good value. That's like the highest I probably take him with with still taking him. Like if I were like the end of the fourth round in half point PPR league, I'd still consider taking Hunter Renfro. I don't think I'll have to pay up that much for him, but 
man, keep that, keep that, keep Derek Carr and him together. Um, and he's not even the checkdown car anymore like he used to be. Uh, it's it's gonna be great. They're gonna be really good together. Um, I love Hunter Renfro. <laughs> I fucking love that guy, man. He's great. Um, should be really fun, fun, fun week for the specific games. Like I'm watching the LA game, LA versus Las Vegas. I'm gonna be watching the New England Miami Jets Buffalo probably. Keep an eye on that New England Atlanta because that game's gonna be played for stuff. Pittsburgh Baltimore. Definitely in Indy Jacksonville. That's a game I want to watch. Uh, Kansas City Denver for sure. Um, Dallas only for you know the running backs on both teams that are young. Uh, Cincinnati Cleveland could be interesting, but probably won't really pay attention to that. Yeah, that's probably it. All right, those are all the games. Um, so a few things at the end of the podcast. Um, um, we're gonna do we're gonna follow a very similar format for the playoff games. Uh, they could be either short podcasts depending if I have a guest or not. Um, but I I think we can have a guest for the next two weeks and then probably for the rest until you know I might I might do some in between podcasts where I do myself. Um, but you know every Thursday I put stuff out and I think every Thursday from here until. Until I can't stop booking guests, until I, I can't book any more guests, I'll probably just be talking about, um, I'll just be talking about, uh, I'll have a guest on every Thursday, probably. And, you know, if I ever want to do a solo stuff, I'll probably just interject, like, a quick 15-minute podcast, or, or, excuse me, or a quick 20-minute podcast in between there, or something like that, if I want to. I'll be doing that in the off-season, but look for Thursday regular uploads, just like for, just like for the regular season. I'll, I'll try and keep that consistent, because I think consistency is really important for growing a thing, and I, I think people should listen to me more. So I'm going to try and grow this because people should listen to me more because I'm smart as fuck. So a little bit of pat on the back, but I have a guest lined up for next week and the week after that. So hopefully they stay true. They should be good and it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then I'll have my, at the end of the year, maybe, maybe it'll be the weekend before the Super Bowl when nothing's going on. I'll do my wrap up stuff. I think that'll be really fun. Uh, but I'm definitely doing that soon. I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I got a lot wrong and I got a lot right. Um, some in between for sure. I think this year might be a little bit more wrong than I'm used to to be honest, um, but I had some really, really nice picks, some really nice diamonds in the roughs, like I do every year, to be fair, and I, I usually try and, you know, limit myself to, like, um, to not have too many diamond in the rough stuff, so it doesn't look like I'm just, like, going everywhere, oh my god, this guy Matt Walsh just followed me, and I thought it was the Matt, the Matt Walsh, like, the conservative commentator, <laughs> that's funny, why are all these guys following me? I had, like, a bunch of followers just come in recently, and it, these guys were like, I don't even know. Oh, wait, are they part of the... Huh, that's just super weird. I don't know why these guys just follow me, but whatever. It's okay. Anyway, um, yeah, cool. Um, I, th I think we're I think we're pretty much done. I, I got through the stuff I want to talk about. Um, I I'll really go over the teams and stuff like that when I go over, when I do my final episode, uh, final like recap episode of the year. I'll talk about how I felt about each team individually, how I feel going forward. Um, and all I'll say is that I, the mistakes I made this year for, for predicting guys, I make the same mistakes again. Uh, I, I have a really good process, I think that really helps. And sometimes there are outliers in this process that, um, that really like, you know, fuck with me and that's fine. And I also had a lot of guys who I was like really in on and really out on that got injured. Like Cam Akers, I was really out on JK Dobbins. I was really in on and that kind of like fucked with me in the beginning of the year. So that kind of like ruined my, my, cause I think the most disappointed I am is in my busts and breakouts and, uh, I think really my bust is my biggest issue, and 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 my my guy stuff might might be kind of an issue. I have to recheck that, but yeah, I, I think there were some bad calls, especially my bust list. I had I know I had Najee on there. I know I had the top two quarterbacks in the league on there. I know I had Jamar Chase on there. Uh, so a lot of guys who who really exceeded my expectations this year. Uh, not that I ever thought Jamar Chase or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or 
even Najee are bad. I just think they were overpriced. Um, and it turns out not to be the case. I was wrong. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff later. Um, and like I said, I still think I'm good. Still like my process a lot. Um, definitely some stuff to change up next year um, a little bit, but I still really, really like the process. I feel really, really good about it. Um, so, yeah. I, um, yeah, I think that's, that's Gucci. I'm Gucci. Um, uh, I'm happy you guys have been listening for, this podcast has been going on for like two years. Um, I think that's really cool. I hope to do this for the next 10 years of my life, if not 20, if not 30. I think it'll be really fun uh, until I die. I'd like to do a podcast every Thursday. <laughs> not every Thursday. I skipped last week too, because I had too much work and too much shit to do. I'm sorry that I didn't put one out last week. If you made it this far, you get an apology. Good for you. I'm happy. You listen to my podcast all the way through and, uh, you get the apology for not having one last week. It was Really, really tough at work. Um, I, I work till 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock every night, almost. Um, and, and that's not, like, just technically working through the one. I just had to be, like, online and available for all that time. I, I can't do my, my full-time job for more than 12 hours, or, or even, like, 10 hours or 12 hours or 11 hours. I get a little bit loopy straight, because I didn't I haven't taken a lunch break uh, in, like, <laughs> in a while. So, uh, but that's okay. I don't need to talk about my work life here. Um Maybe I'll have, like, my own personal stuff where I talk about personal stuff on a podcast in the off-season just to fuck around and talk about shit, but... So, football season. Still really exciting. There's still a lot of fun games this Sunday. Don't 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 just not watch because there's no fantasy football. Should be a lot of, a lot of fun. If you play fantasy football into week 18 or into the last week of the season, just generally, you're a fucking idiot, so don't ever do that. I, I, I If I had three call... If I had three people listen to my podcast, only three people, and they all were, like, die hard, like... Or if they all just said, like, oh, yeah, I played into week 18, whatever, I'd still call them all dumb fucks, and I don't even care if they don't listen anymore. Like, dude, like, you're just a dumb fuck. Like, and also, if you listen to my podcast and you don't think I'm going to give you the truth or how I feel about certain things, maybe not the truth, but what I perceive to be the truth, uh, go to another podcast, dude. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm gonna say whatever I wanna say. This will never be monetized, ever. This will never be any of that dumb shit. Like, I just wanna talk my feelings. I, maybe I shouldn't say that. I just wanna talk about football. Maybe I shouldn't say that it will never be monetized or any of that dumb stuff. It would be a dream to do this full-time, but there's, like, no way I'm gonna do that. I don't put in enough effort to promote it or enough um, stuff to do that, and there are, like, a billion podcasts out there, but I would love to have just, you know, as an end goal for this, if you're still listening to the podcast, I really appreciate it, too, by the way. Uh, I, you know, my end goal for this is just to create a small community of like-minded people that, um, like to challenge each other and debate each other and, you know, sharpen idea, or sharpen I- our ideas through mutual conversation, constructive criticism. I think it'd be really cool to have, like, a, a small following like that, or just a small group of people that I could interact with in that kind of way. Um, I think that would be, like, the main goal of this podcast. Then after that, you know, if it gets bigger, that, that'd be really cool. I'd love to do this full-time, but there's, like, a 0% chance that's ever gonna happen. I like my day job a lot, too, to be fair. As, as stressful as it is, it really pays the bills, and it's pretty great, so, I don't think I'd ever leave that job, unless, you know, I got cut or anything like that, or a better opportunity came across, or all that, but whatever. I'm rambling now, this is less about football, more about my personal life, but, um, that's kind of who I am, and that's kind of, I hope it comes through in the podcast, so, <laughs> there it is, but, yeah, I appreciate y'all listening, uh, don't forget to check me out at Bacon Games Jesse uh, on Twitter, because I post a lot of base stuff there, and uh, I think you should follow it, so, yeah, alright, peace. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports. And be sure to tune in next time.